What's up, guys? My name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. This week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast is sponsored by Jones Land Management, a landscaping business based out of Cambridge, Maryland, and serving all of the eastern shore of Maryland as well as Delaware. Jones Land Management provides mulching install, planning, tree trimming, leaf removal, and grass cutting. And now they are also providing their new services of driveway asphalt maintenance, crack sealing and seal coating, pothole repair, parking lot stripping, and wheel stop insulation. Owned and operated by John Jones. For more information, please call 410-967-5634. Once again, that's 410-967-5634. Or you can email ospreylandmanagement at gmail.com. More information can also be found on their Facebook and their Instagram at Jones Land Management. So guys, once again, I'd just like to thank everyone who tuned in this week. Once again, my name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. And this week's episode is going to be all about planning. And this topic, man, it really hits home for me because this is something I greatly struggle with um, on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis. I struggle to plan. I struggle to plan ahead. You know, I struggle to plan my days out to make sure that I have enough time to be able to take care of what I need to do and stay on top of my responsibilities. But I also struggle with setting aside enough time for me and setting aside enough time to focus on myself. Um, So I just want to start things off today by going over the importance of planning in recovery. So for me, the importance of planning in recovery is it allows for peace of mind, it allows for that calmness, and it allows for serenity. It also helps me to build my confidence, to know that I have things kind of in line, you know, it helps me with getting into a routine, and it helps me to avoid stress, and it really helps me with my anxiety. You know, all of these things, all of these issues that I struggle with and work with, It's really easy for me to see how I could improve upon all these things if I was just to be a better planner. Um, And it sounds way easier than it is. You know, it's real easy for me to sit there and, you know, talk to my girlfriend or, you know, talk to my friends in recovery and just say, 
I'm really sorry. I'm going to do better at planning it out for next week or I'm going to plan out next weekend a little bit better so I have more time to do X, Y, and Z. But then the next week comes or the next weekend comes and I find myself just falling back into that old, you know, cycle of overextending myself, saying yes to too many things, having conflicting commitments. And then next thing you know, I'm running all over the place in the little bit of free time I do have. So I'm lately in my life, I'm really beginning to see how, you know, between work, between going to the meetings I attend, um, you know, between going to the gym and trying to spend time with my girlfriend, all of those is, you know, it's hard to balance all those and then still have time left over for myself to, you know, do things like work on the podcast, for example, for me to visit friends, for me to go visit my family back on the Eastern Shore of Maryland, you know, all these types of things that I really want to do. And I really want to be able to chunk out time to be able to, you know, get stuff done during the week so that I have a little more free time on the weekends. But lately, I've been catching myself just, you know, kind of being a yes man saying yes to this. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. Yes, I can do that as well. And then by not planning out, you know, every time I make a commitment, sometimes I, you know, just figure that I'm going to remember it. But if I don't set a reminder in my phone or, you know, put a little time um, on my calendar or even something as simple as like writing myself a little physical reminder um, that I can maybe just put, you know, like on the bathroom mirror or, you know, on my desk, like just to remind me, oh, by the way, BK, you totally told this person that you could do this at this time. Um, I've been catching myself lately, you know, when I do have free time thinking that I can maybe get a little rest and relaxation in or if I can spend a little time maybe just hanging out and watching a movie or watching some Netflix or maybe spend a little time reading, working on my own, um, you know, the, the steps of my own recovery and working on maybe answering a couple questions in my journal that I'm working on for self-help. You know, I find myself in that position to be wanting to do these things, but then I get a text or a call or a reminder from someone else saying, hey, we still on for tonight, or hey, are you still going to be ready for this? And then I find myself scrambling, running around, you know, having to, you know, take time away from personal time in order to do things that I already committed to. And a lot of times there are things that I do really want to do. There are things that I will really get some value out of. Um, and I just want to throw this out there kind of as an example. You know, this past weekend, last weekend, I had, you know, these plans to spend some time with my girlfriend. You know, it's the weekend, so I finally have some free time thinking I'm going to hang out, chill, watch a movie, get some reading done, you know, watch some football. And I was also planning on Sunday to visit some friends of mine, sit down, do a collab podcast episode. All of this is, you know, stuff that I was really, really looking forward to. Whole time, I was totally forgetting about some of these commitments I had made to run a, a meeting at a rehab Saturday night and speak at a detox on Sunday. So, you know, when I get those reminder texts from those friends of mine in recovery who have asked me to come out and speak at those things, you know, I'm instantly faced with that decision like, oh, like, you know, I already made this prior commitment, but now I have this other thing that I really want to do that I was planning on doing and I scheduled my weekend around this. But, you know, I, have, I find myself struggling with what's the right thing to do in that situation and how do I handle that in the moment so that I don't get overwhelmed and I don't find myself, you know, speeding in my car, trying to make it to a commitment I forgot about that I'm running late for 
or, you know, feelings of regret and like worry that, you know, I'm going to like maybe piss off my friends if I can't go see them. Or, you know, another example would be I was trying to go see my little brother's football game, but I didn't plan it out well enough. So I couldn't make it this week. Um, and it's just it's stuff like that, that it seems super small. But over time, you know, if I'm constantly running around struggling with, you know, managing my time, it's a great source of stress and anxiety for me. And it's something that I really wasn't too aware of before I really started getting into, you know, this path of recovery. You know, before I got clean and sober, I really didn't care about how I was managing my time because it didn't, you know, my time was solely focused on substance abuse, you know, during my active addiction there was really only one thing that I was ever trying to focus my time on. You know, I would say that I was trying to do other stuff and I would put on, you know, this facade and this act as if I was being responsible, as if I was, you know, planning out time for stuff like schoolwork, work. But at the end of the day, throughout my active addiction, nothing else really mattered because I was so caught up in that, you know, negative downward spiral. And now kind of being on the other side of it, coming out of this and constantly wanting to improve myself and work on myself, some of these character defects of mine, one of which being I'm super unorganized, you know, now it carries so much more weight because I'm sitting here, you know, feeling mad at myself, getting stressed out, getting anxious because I'm clean and sober now. You know, how am I still having a little bit of unmanageability in my life? And what I found to be super helpful for me is in moments like this where, yes, I made a mistake. Yes, I didn't plan this out. Sorry, I already had a prior commitment that I forgot about. What really helps me out, and I've been I've been trying to practice on this a lot more recently, is just taking a step back, taking a few deep breaths, realizing that, for one, it's okay. You know, I'm human. We're all humans. We all make mistakes. You know, no one that I know personally, definitely not myself, you know, has their life planned down to the minute or to the hour. You know, I always try and leave myself a little wiggle room. But even that, you know, I find that being kind of a negative thing because then it allows me to, you know, get back in a place where I'm anxious and stressed. But for me to just take that step back and say, you know what, it's okay. I didn't plan this week out as good as I could have. I didn't plan out this weekend. I forgot about some commitments. It's all right. It happens. And being able to say that to myself, kind of, you know, reassure myself that it's one, it's not the end of the world. You know, a lot of my stuff today, I kind of blow it out of proportion. I tend to make problems seem like the end of the world when in reality, it's just a slight inconvenience. Um, and for me, I do it more so when I'm inconveniencing someone else. I get these feelings of, oh, they're going to be so annoyed with me. They're going to be so frustrated. You know, they're going to end up hating me and like build a resentment towards me. When in reality, that's all in my head. And that's me thinking those thoughts about myself. So I need to be able to take that step back, look at why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling realize it's okay to have these feelings and then move on and kind of use it as a learning experience. Um, I've been making a lot more commitments to myself recently to take step towards getting more organized, take step towards being a better planner, planning out my days more, planning out my weeks more, and kind of just sitting with myself, realizing what my priorities are and realizing, and here's a big one, that sometimes it's okay to say no. Um, it's super important for me not to overextend myself 
because if I'm overextending myself, then the amount of energy and focus and effort that I'm able to put towards each activity, it decreases. You know, if I have seven things to do today, you know, the amount of effort that I'm going to put towards each one of those seven things, it's going to be a lot less than if I only had one or two things to get done today. You know, if I only had one commitment this weekend, I guarantee you 100% of my effort would go to that commitment and I would be more present in the moment. I would speak better. I would interact better. I would carry a stronger message rather than if I had to cancel on something else or I have something else going on right after that commitment or if I just came from a previous commitment you know all those intrusive thoughts are just going to be running through my mind over and over and over and it's going to be taking away from the energy I can put towards that one thing so it was shared with me recently um, from a really good friend of mine who's also in recovery and you know I tend to come to him with a lot of my problems and you know he's always got funny stuff to say he's always saying stuff like you know, who told you that? Uh, was it, Who told you that was a good idea, Barnes? Who told you that you should do that? And um, recently, you know, I came to him with this thing like, you know, I had a really stressful weekend because I committed to all these things. And he was just like, who told you to do all those things? You know, it's cool. Like, those are all really good things to be doing. You know, it's good that you were making those commitments, you know, being of service, helping other people out. But I can't help anyone out if I don't help myself first. And if I'm not in a state of mind that's calm, present, and peaceful, you know, I'm just going to be all over the place. I won't be able to formulate my thoughts well, and I won't be able to convey a strong message of attraction to the program of recovery. And so that whole piece of not overextending yourself, it's it's been really good advice that's been passed on to me also from my mom. You know, my mom has told me all the time, you know, like, it's okay to say no, like, you don't have to do everything because I know, and I don't mean to be throwing her under the bus right now or anything, but I know it's something she struggles with too, because she opens up with me about it. You know, she'll talk to me about how, you know, she wants to, you know, be there for everyone, do everything she can to help out with other people. And then next thing you know, it's exhausting. And I feel the exact same way. And I know I'm not alone in this. And if and if anyone out there listening feels like lately you've been overextending yourself, you know, don't feel bad. Don't feel like, you know, you're abnormal. Don't feel like you're messing up and that you're inadequate. You know, it's totally natural to have those feelings of being overextended. Um, so being able to realize it, though, has really been the key for me recently. Um, and I've been really having eye opening moments where. I have all these things that I want to do and it's great and it's it's amazing to be passionate about all these things but if I don't prioritize them you know I'm really not going to be able to do them to the most you know high level of enjoyment um and a big example for me I'm going to just go back to it is the podcast you know sometimes during the week I struggle with planning ahead so I can set out a time to record that week's episode or write up that week's outline you know, and then the weekend comes and it ends up being like Saturday night or even sometimes early first thing in the morning on Sunday and I don't have an episode ready and I'm sitting there struggling at my laptop. I find myself getting all frustrated if, you know, my technology is not working, if I can't figure out what this issue is, you know, and I can't get this episode ready to be posted. And I notice that I'm getting so much more frustrated, so much more annoyed, so much more anxious because I'm having to do it the spur of the moment. 
You know, if I record two episodes each week during the week, have one all ready to go on Sunday, I feel so much better. Um, And that, you know, that example kind of goes over into almost all areas of my life, you know, especially for work, meeting deadlines, letting work pile up, not really paying attention to certain things that, you know, might have a soon, you know, a coming soon due date. And I'm prioritizing other work above them because I feel like I can get more of that done in the moment, whatever it may be, you know, work's definitely a good example of this as well. Um, and the overextending part in work can sometimes come too because I find it really easy, you know, at work to feel pressured to, you know, take on as much as I can. You know, if people, you know, seniors to me in the company ask me for help on something, you know, I find myself in the moment saying, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to help, you know, thinking, oh, this is going to look really good for me. It's going to look really good to my boss. I'm going to be showing that I'm putting forth the effort, showing that I have a hard work ethic, all these things. But then next thing you know, same thing. I start forgetting about stuff. I may forget about an email that I was going to respond to, but I forgot about it because I said yes to helping out on a different project or a different side of you know the operation side of, of what our company does. Um, but to try and bring it back to recovery for me, A big, big thing is, you know, being able to manage my time, stick to my commitments, and that all comes from planning. And the thing about sticking to my commitments is that greatly helps me stay grounded, stay present, and it allows me to, you know, directly see how much my life has improved since I got clean and sober. You know, when I make a commitment and I stick to that commitment and I do that commitment to the best of my ability... Just in that moment, I'm able to see, okay, I'm becoming a better person. I'm better than I was over 14 months ago when, you know, before I got clean and sober. You know, my life is more manageable now because I'm able to follow through on things. It's great for my self-esteem. It's great for my self-confidence. It's great for my positivity, my optimism, my you know, my energy, all of these things greatly approve when I'm able to stick to my commitments. And I'm always better able to stick to to my commitments when I plan, when I have an organization of my time, when I'm managing my time well, when I'm doing healthy, productive, prioritizing of things I want to get done between things I want to do. And something, a little piece of advice that I want to share was shared with me recently was, you know, if there's ever something I'm worried about not getting done, a buddy of mine told me, put it on your calendar. A couple days from now, pick a time in the afternoon or the evening, put it on your calendar for one hour, I'm going to work on this. Or for one hour, I'm going to do this. Because it's often the case where I find myself, you know, having free time. But I, you know, in that moment when I have free time, my mind jumps to stuff like, oh, I'm going to chill and watch Netflix. Oh, I'm going to, you know, chill and watch a movie. Or I'm just going to watch TV. Maybe I'm going to read. Maybe I'm going to, you know, just try and entertain myself. And in my mind, I'm telling myself that I'm, you know, relaxing and I'm helping myself. When in reality, the next day, I'm going to be wishing I did that thing that I said I wanted to do. And so just by putting it in my calendar, setting a reminder is huge because then I see it and I'm like, oh, okay, I have a little free time here. You know, I can do it on this thing that I do enjoy, um, you know, and that I do get value from and that I said, I wish I had more time to do this. Well, every day I have the same amount of time. You know, we all have the same 24 hours in our day. 
So for me to sit there and tell myself, oh, I don't have time to do this, you know, that's just because I'm spending that time doing something else. So being able to make a plan, it just helps me so much with, you know, feeling better about myself, feeling more organized, feeling like I have a routine, feeling like I'm in a more manageable spot. And along the same, you know, along the same tip of the calendar reminders, a big thing that greatly helps me out. And I used to do this in school, but I never really, you know, I never really used it and fully utilized it. But just recently, like when I got this new job and, you know, just recently over these past few weeks, noticing how I could greatly benefit from planning better, you know, I started utilizing an agenda book, which is basically just like a planner. So it's like a journal with, you know, you can plan out your weeks, you can plan out your months, you can even plan out your days. Um, And they have all sorts of different kinds of agenda books. And for me, I kind of like this better than, you know, just setting a bunch of reminders for me and my phone, because I'm super, I'm super quick to see my phone light up. And if it's not a text message or social media notification, you know, I think it's like a spam email or something and I just swipe it up and ignore it the whole time. It might actually be like an important reminder that I set for myself. And I'm also, you know, I get into the habit of if I just type something into my phone real quick, I really don't remember it as well as if I take the time to sit there and write it down by hand in my agenda book. So this has been really helping me out a lot is at the end of each day, take a look at my agenda book, see what I wrote the day before, see what I have coming up this week, see how it changed. And it's like a constant reminder. Oh, yeah, I took the time to write this down, plan this out by hand. I'm going to stick to this. And it's been also super helpful for me to kind of track my goals and do a little bit of goal planning, which we'll definitely get more into on a future episode. But planning for goals, planning timelines to be able to achieve goals is also a big, big factor in, you know, successful self-improvement, you know, successful mental health improvement, all sorts of things. So I also want to touch on the importance of planning and that it allows to make more time for yourself. You know, it allows for me when I plan out my week, I'm able to see time in which I can use that for meditation, for relaxation, for rest, you know, maybe also stuff like making time for myself to go to the gym, you know, maybe go for a run, maybe sit down, spend some time with my girlfriend cooking a nice healthy meal and eating and enjoying that meal rather than just feeling like I have to rush through dinner because I have a meeting I got to get to or I have to do this or I forgot about doing this or I committed to this. You know, being able to make time for myself is super, super important for my recovery. Um, And I hear it a lot that, you know, if I don't set out time for me to work on myself, when is myself ever going to get worked on? You know, if I want to get better at meditating, you know, if I want to improve my stress, my anxiety, and if I want to, you know, feel more energized, feel more well rested, you know, none of that's going to happen if I don't make sure that I'm planning out the time to take care of those things. If I don't make sure I'm planning out the time to get what I need to get done during the day. So I'm not telling myself, oh, I'll just do it tonight before I go to bed. Next thing you know, it's like midnight and I'm working on something that I should have gotten done during the day. And then, you know, that goes into the whole thing of then I end up being too tired and I say, I'm going to wake up early in the morning to get it done. Then I'm in the morning. I'm groggy. I'm frustrated because I have to quickly get this thing done before I start my day. 
And so being able to plan out time to focus on myself, focus on the things that I really enjoy doing, the things that I want to be doing more of, you know, it's huge for recovery. It allows me to see and notice just how much different my life is today. And that's what keeps me on this path of constantly wanting to improve, you know, wanting to stay in recovery, wanting to stay clean, wanting to stay sober, wanting to constantly work on myself, better myself, be a better brother, be a better son, you know, be a better grandson, be a better boyfriend, be a better employee, you know, whatever it is, whatever area of my life, if I'm able to take the time today to, you know, do things I enjoy, do things that are productive, you know, stay up, stay on top of my responsibilities, stick to my commitments. All of these things bring compounding positivity to my life and they motivate me and, you know, inspire me to keep going. And they allow me to, you know, be able to do things such as going to my 12-step meetings I do and, you know, be in there and they help me to share honestly and share openly and be able to reach out to other people and they also help me to listen because if I'm able to, you know, be in a place where I'm not super stressed out, where I'm not super anxious because I know I have a plan, I know what's upcoming for this week, I know what's what I'm going to have to get done this week, I have blocked out time to get my responsibilities done. I've blocked out time to get my commitments done. You know, if I've also blocked out time for me time, you know, time to work on myself, time for exercise, you know, and I've done it in a in a way that sets me up for things such as also getting enough adequate rest, which is hugely important. All of these things allow me to sit and listen. And when someone is trying to give me advice or trying to give me help, I'm able to better stay present in that moment and really listen and soak it in because I know I have a plan. You know, I know I'm not worried about what am I going to do tomorrow? Am I going to be able to get everything done tomorrow? Of course I am. I already planned it out. Now, plans do change and that's okay. And sometimes I allocate things out for a certain amount of time and it ends up taking me a lot longer or it ends up taking me a lot shorter. And that's also okay. It's okay to change plans. For me, what's not okay is to allow myself to sit in extreme moments of stress and anxiety and allow myself to just spiral out of control and allow myself to get into that state of mind where I feel overwhelmed, you know, and kind of just sit in it, you know, let those thoughts run and run and run without taking that step back without acknowledging, okay, you know, what can I do about this? How can I improve this? You know, even sometimes if it's just taking a break, you know, if I'm right in the middle of doing something and it's frustrating me, you know, I'm getting anxious because I really want to get it done and I should have already had it done. You know, sometimes that's the best time to take a break. It's when you feel like you should have had this done and you really need to get it done. You know, if I just take a quick break, maybe just stretch, you know, I'm able to recenter, refocus my mind and allow myself to complete it much faster than if I just sat there stressing myself out over it the whole time I was working on it. And I just want to kind of tie all of this back into the whole idea of, you know, not overextending yourself and being able to feel you know, positive about all of this stuff going on in your life. You know, if I ever catch myself, you know, saying I was going to do something, but then if I have all this other stuff going on, or if I had to cancel on something, then when I'm doing the thing I said I would do, you know, I 
tend to not really enjoy it or I tend to be mad at myself or feel guilty. And it just takes away from the amount of, you know, positivity and, you know, value that I'm able to gain from the things that I'm doing. So by not overextending myself and by coming up with a plan, sticking to that plan and also realizing it's okay, you know, this just like everything else is something I can improve on, you know, I get excited when, you know, I have an upcoming thing that I want to commit to, but I have to, you know, make sure I'm going to be able to get everything done during the week so that I can commit to this thing. You know, I get excited to wanting to work towards something. You know, for me, a huge part of recovery is having stuff to look forward to. And if I don't plan anything out, then the things that I think I'm looking forward to, the time comes and I can't do them because I didn't plan for them. Um, It's a really, I don't know, it's kind of a cool exercise that I'd like to do with myself. And it was actually, you know, it was a piece of advice that a good friend of mine gave to me. You know, if I'm ever feeling stressed or anxious or worried, you know, he told me, what's something that you're looking forward to? And do you have a plan that is going to ensure that that thing happens? So, yeah, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Once again, I just want to say thanks to everyone who tuned in and listened. Big things coming up on the podcast. Also, I want to give one more quick shout out to my man, John Jones. I'm super grateful for him sponsoring this episode. And if any of you guys listening, you know, have any landscaping needs or, you know, driveway asphalt maintenance leads, he is your man. Don't forget to hit him up. Alrighty. Thanks again and hope everyone has a great week.